I'm the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and left behind the baller. What up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Behind the Baller. You know what, man? It's there's a lot of things that I wanted this show to be about, and there's some some of the things that I wanted on this show. And one of them that I really wanted was a theme song. So I'm just I'm just again, man, grateful for Illegal Cartel. It's crazy they're from Fresno, um, and yeah, man. So I was just tripping on that. Plus the original music from my man Lakey and just the production and stuff. And um, speaking of some growth, I got a meeting coming up about uh, switching up to video. I know a lot of people requested it. Um, I'm not tripping either way. And if it could work out, cool, because it's a whole different, you know, just it's a whole different level of editing now. Because now you got to edit video and stuff and everything. And sometimes I might sit there and be like, uh, da, 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 da. Um, yeah, fucking, so what the, what the, the, And I have to have Miles edit that shit. So I know it's just a bitch and a motherfucking half. This week has just been a grind week, grinding out pieces for uh, the Murakami collaboration. Uh, Finish up this joint for Tyler. It's gonna be the motherfucking piece of the year. Jesus Christ, it's gonna be crazy. Been planning Complex Con, and all while all this shit is going on, leaving town and fucking uh, getting ready for this Med Men collaboration. And um, again, man, I, I didn't really know what to expect with the Med Men situation. Um, a couple of celebrities have done events there, and like thirty and fifty people showed up, and I, you know, just. I don't know, man. It's just kind of weird, you know. It doesn't. It it's just, it's just a weird time. There's people who are good that can have an off day, and it just fuck. It just sucks that, you know, everything's documented now. You know what I mean? So it could be a fucking nobody day. It could be nothing. It could be a shit fucking Tuesday at literally at fucking ten forty a.m. and something enormous can happen in your life from a fuck up or from something big that really wasn't that big. That you know initially wasn't that big. But because of the way it was caught on a video or something, it just went fucking vile for whatever reason. It just, I don't know, man. This shit is, this internet, man. Speaking of the internet, just some of these people that go on there and they just, again, I will continuously for the next 70 fucking or however long I'm here, I'll always trip on the fact of people who follow somebody that don't like that person. They could be secretly obsessed. That's cool. Which is just a weird thing to me. I just, just think about like, Yo, man, some people have just no fucking sense in their brain and don't realize what it is to have a... I remember having um, corporate money, like we talked about before in the K-Town Hustle series, where, you know, I got a credit card. I could go ahead and fuck off this credit card and charge some shit on it and not really have repercussions and think about it. Yeah, you know, I might get talked to like someone's dad or something or whatever. And what I'm getting at is VVS, VVS, that shit's our money. You know, if we want to go and spend monies in hotels and shit like that, whatever, that's our money and any profit cut into it, boom, that's what it is, you know, because that's the actual lifestyle I live outside of VVS. That's what I'm accustomed to and everything, but I'm not going to fucking just waste certain things. And now I don't want to get too deep into it, but I'm saying there's a lot of brands out there that have financial backing, like crazy financial backing. With that, you can develop, you know, crazy content team, this, that, and the third, and guess what? Your shit still won't sell. It looks like it's selling on Instagram because you got 150,000 likes and everything, but you're not selling, not on cannabis. 
because I didn't went to fucking over 100 dispensaries. There's only 100-something in, in legal joints in, in California in the state. And um, like legit rec, I miss a bunch of trap shops, but I'm talking about legit. And I ain't seen your motherfucking product in not one of them. I mean, like for real. So, you know, that's a whole different other thing. Um, going on the show, listen, man, I got the DMs about the cars and stuff and uh, getting my man Gintani on here and a couple other car people. Listen, man, fucking relax. Jesus Christ. Car show is going to come. Again, I'm going to talk about every fucking car I owned and my favorite cars and what I think the best car is to, and like every like group, you know what I'm saying? Like what's the best car to fucking drive in a, in a metropolitan city to, to, to stunt, have some fun? What's the best car for like, you know, everything from daily driving to hitting the corners, hitting the canyons, hitting the, you know, the twists and uh, still, you know, shitting on people, doing whatever um, and all that. But um, I want to, you know, I want to start interviewing more actors uh, thespians, that is, you know what I'm saying? I want to start interviewing uh, pro skaters. And, uh, you know, in New York, I'm going to have, I'm going to definitely get a couple people. I'm um, trying to get my band Ronnie Feig on the show. Uh, Adam 22 is out there. We'll see. I got Jimmy Boy confirmed. I might put Greg on there again, you know, Mr. Flawless Greg. I, but you know what, man, dog? He just, he froze up when the mic got on him and there's things he didn't want to say and shit. And like, you know, like, I, I don't want to get too hard on him, man. It's just, that shit kind of disappointed me. My man Jeff Staple wants to get on the show, so I'm gonna try to figure all this shit out. I think it's gonna all work though, man. I, I, I need to I need to break something down real quick, man. Oh, by the way, let me go back to the Med Men thing. Jesus Christ! Saturday daytime, we had this Med Men event, and the whole fucking week I'm thinking, you know what? Did we do enough marketing? Did we do enough this, this, and this? And there was a lot of legal language. We couldn't talk about how we need to give something away because you can't entice people to come to an event that we sell things at. Just all kinds of legal shit, and they gotta. Be careful because they're a multi-billion dollar company. But I got to thank the entire Men staff. I got to thank, you know, the executive office from Andy and Andrew. I got to thank my family, um, Esther. Um, the event was dope as fuck. A couple hundred people showed up. Um, broke out. I drove the piece today. Haven't driven in a minute. Uh, we broke out the VVS Bugatti. brought the Veyron out. My team came out. Small team, like six people, but my team came out. We had a line around the block. Um, it was one of the most successful events that they had. You know, the VVS is moving good. I'm really excited just about VVS going in there and just the way the store looks is crazy. Um, it was really dope to hear that maybe 80% of the fucking, you know, the, the people who lined up and came through all said they love the podcast. You know what that means to me, man, especially because some dude left the caption. He said he may not be humble, but he's a cool motherfucker. And I'm like, that's just really who I am. I apologize towards the end. You know, I was only supposed to be there for an hour. I ended up being there for an hour and 45 minutes. Now, um, I wasn't being paid for the event. Of course, you know, it's it's in my financial interest to, to stay longer. But, you know, I mean, I had shit to do. Uh, um, we'll get into a minute. But with London, London is getting sick again. And it's a fucking, it's driving me crazy. Um, all while this is happening right now, I have a splitting migraine headache right now. It's just like, this shit is just crazy. How bad my fucking head hurts right now. But when I pulled up, and I had these weird feelings. You know, you just never know, right? I've been having, you know, anxiety about things. I'm thinking maybe the anxiety might be coming from the MedMed event just because there's so much pressure. And I put a lot of pressure on myself and I'm very hard on myself. You know, my wife always tells me, she's like, man, you're too hard on yourself. And you know what? I got to be in order to get things done a certain way. When I was in Tokyo, I bought a high blood pressure monitor. I mean, uh, high blood pressure. I bought a blood pressure monitor, you know, the little cuff around your wrist and everything. And I was like, man, let me fuck around, dude. More Amazon Prime shit that I don't need. Well, actually, I do, I, I do need this shit. So I bought this, uh, oh, what the fuck was that? Was I in Tokyo? Was I, oh, I was in D.C. 
I forgot where I was, but I ordered this shit on Amazon Prime and it came this week. So I ordered this fucking blood pressure machine because I'm thinking, is is my stress fucking with my blood pressure? What the fuck is going on? Um, the day I got the machine, I'm just chilling, relaxed. I take it. My blood pressure is like 122 over 70. And I'm like, that's perfect blood pressure, you know? Then the next day, I'm just starting to think about fucking med men. I start stressing out. I'm starting to get a little bit of anxiety. My heart starts to hurt. And my blood pressure is like 138 over 96. Now, the diastolic, that's definitely not good to have a 96. This shit was fucked up. And then it kind of stayed like 130 over 94 for like a day or two. And it was just, I'm thinking, am I just stressing too much? What the fuck is going on? So I go to get a motherfucking massage and... um Another thing too is, listen, man, it's hard to find a massage. I used to get a massage once a week from a therapeutic, like a massage therapist, like, I'm sorry, a chiropractic, like a holistic, all the way just health healing type spot. And this lady was like, I don't know, man. She might've been in her late forties. I'd want to say she was in her late forties, early fifties. She um, looked like, you know, she didn't look like Mrs. Brady. What the fuck am I talking about? She might've looked like Alice. Wasn't Alice in the motherfucking happy day and fucking uh, Brady Bunch? Yeah, she looked. She might have looked like Alice, but a younger Alice. In fact, she was uglier than Alice. Which, but you know what? I know it's not about that. But I'm just saying. Like what I'm trying to get at is, there was no whatsoever physical attraction going on. And like, you know, when you get a massage, a full body massage, like for the longest time, I just can't go completely naked. It's just weird. Not, I'm not embarrassed about nothing. I just can't. It's just I don't know. It's just I would always feel awkward, um, especially with God. I don't know, man. I just listen. Out of a thousand massages that I've had in my life, in my lifetime, I could think of maybe two or three times a man must, must massage me. I know it shouldn't be a big deal, but just not nothing I fuck with. So anyways, this lady was my massage therapist for like a year or two straight. It was on the Priority Records company account, but it was on the insurance. Speaking of insurance, Mr. Sidebar, the, the king of sidebars, Garth, I don't know if you listen to this show, man, but please can we got our insurance situation straight now? Because this shit is driving me motherfucking crazy. Back to the show. So after a little while, this lady, uh, you know, she made me comfortable. I'm comfortable. I'm getting a fucking massage every week. You know, boom, whatever, my underwear. So finally, after like maybe like seven months, I, I decided to say, fuck it. Yeah, it's all good. You know, I'm going to fucking get oil on my fucking boxers and shit, my, my, my briefs. And so I decided to go completely naked, getting a massage. And, you know, I'm not really tripping, blah, blah, whatever. Um, once in a while, she might hit a part of my thigh or some shit. I'm like, nah. And I look at this person, she's just like, I wish I could describe you. This this looks like somebody's mom in the Midwest that drives a station wagon, just a super nice person. But then she started talking about sensuality and stuff amongst um, my girlfriend. I didn't have a girlfriend at the time. In fact, that whole time during Priority, I didn't have a girlfriend. Like, nothing, you know. Doesn't mean I wasn't getting laid. I was doing a lot of fucking. I just didn't have a girlfriend. And she's like, yeah, you know, it's... Um, Someone doesn't have to be a massage therapist, a certified massage therapist. They can, you know, relieve your stress from having, giving you essential massages, whatever. And I'm just like, that's cool and everything. But, you know, I want that real therapeutic shit. So anyways, I got a massage, man. It's it's just tough to find a fucking good massage place, man. You know, it's just everything has just gone to the fucking Chinese level shit. And it's like the foot massage, which is cool. But when you have a full body massage, it's a different level. And, um... Still, I'm just thinking like, man, the fuck, I need I need to get this shit popping. I shipped out a bunch of more money counters. The next day after my massage, people are starting to stress me out over the shit. And listen, man, I, the motherfuckers come out on Monday. 
I'm not going to tell you again. Some people just don't understand. I got homies. I got people who are acquaintances. It comes out 6 p.m. Pacific time on the network app. That's N-T-W-R-K. All right, 6 p.m. There's about 430 for sale. The price is $140 plus tax. I thought them shits were going to be $250 minimum. So at $140, it's just fucking ridiculous. All right. And uh, going back to the MedMen event today, I gave uh, a couple. Um, they came all the way from San Francisco. They happened to live in the Sunset District. They must have heard, heard the podcast. And, you know, I was like, listen, man, fuck this shit. He had supported the cause. You know what I mean? He was rocking a, um, a Ben Ball, did the chain t-shirt that you could only get from network in fact it was my first network collaboration so i blessed them with the fucking uh with the money counter so i hope you enjoy that joint um people are gonna buy this shit anyway this motherfucking money counter is so hard body i, I really don't know what to say to you the shit is just so it's just so sick and it comes out monday that is october 14th i believe 6 p.m pacific time all right i'm pretty sure they ship worldwide i'm not positive you know you should double check but the motherfucker counts different types of currency. Um, I fuck with it. It's fun. It's just a novelty item. It looks dope in your house. All right. And um, I run into a bunch of people at FedEx and like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, listen, my personal assistant is on vacation. Um, tell you the truth. I think he might be listening to the show. And this dude is just one of the most trustworthy people in the world. So it's like, I don't mind doing little stupid shit here and there, which I'm not saying he does stupid shit. But what I'm saying is like, just tedious work that's just like, fuck, I would never do for nobody. But I had a lot of homies I had to take care of when it came to the money counters. And I get in the car, and again, once again, if you drive a car, if you have a license, I don't care what fucking country, city you are in, all right? It don't matter where the fuck you are. It just happens in LA the most, okay? You're at a red light, all right? There's four lanes. The far right lane, you can make a right turn if you want to on a red or whatever. And then the middle lane or the middle right lane would be the lane you just go straight only. And then, oh, I'm sorry, the two middle lanes go straight. Okay, they don't go left or right. And then you got a left turn lane. It is specifically for left turns. Okay. Now, my question is this. Even when I'm texting being a dick fuck and all that other shit, why are you not looking at traffic to the left and to the right to see, all right, that light is about to turn yellow and then it's going to turn red. And as soon as that motherfucker turns red, let me make sure no one's entering intersection and when it turns green on my side, I'm getting the fuck out of there. Now you ain't going zero to 60 speed. You're not going quarter mile drag race speed, but you're going so that you don't fuck up the person behind you who's in a rush or anyone else. You don't know if I got to take a shit and you don't know if I'm going fuck. You don't know what the fuck is going on. So be courteous of that shit. I don't understand why motherfuckers sit at a red light and then when that motherfucker turns green, they become fucking just, they just get cerebral palsy, they get stuck and they just delay themselves and it fucks up everything because you could, one fucked up like delay at the front being the fucking, being at, at the front of the, of the light, you could fuck up like and fuck up the chance for two or three people to get the fucking thing and that's just fucked up. That's just stupid and it creates more traffic and you're just being a fucking idiot and those people need to get stabbed. Yes, I'm being serious. Now, on another note about LA, that's just driving me fucking crazy. We got another fucking fire, and the fire is fucked up. It's all through the valley, right? And it's like somewhere like north of Silmar or some shit, right? But it's like hit San Fernando Valley near Porter Ranch. Listen, talk about people, friends who live in Porter Ranch, because Dr. Dre used to live there. Why the fuck do you live there? You got uh, poisonous gas that people are like just moved, and then people are like fucking getting sick. 
and then it just fucks up the property value out there. They had the earthquakes over there by Northridge, and then the fires are happening and shit, and it's like the fires create really unhealthy air. So with that said, you know, the fires hit, and it got my son sick, got London sick as fuck, started fucking with his asthma because the fire was so bad outside. So he goes to school, and on Friday, he had to get sent home, and he started throwing up. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Because he don't have no fever, nothing else. It's just his asthma going crazy. So, you know, I put the saturation monitor to him to check out how what his oxygen level is. And it wasn't serious. It wasn't super bad. So I was like, all right, let me fuck with this. And then the fire had caught on even worse that day. You go outside and you could be in the Hollywood Hills and walk outside and it smells like there's a fucking barbecue outside. That's how bad the air is. And it's just fucked up. And I see my boy, schoolboy Q, he's on his stories and he's on, you know, and, he, and he's on the plane coming back to America and he could see the fires all through there and he lives in the valley you know what I'm saying and it's like he sees that shit and it's like not again man fuck bro not again and it's true like fuck that shit fucks the air up it fucks it just it just I mean not just for London but the other people and um that shit ain't cool you know it's just a, what a fucking nightmare you know it's just like god damn it the air is so fucking bad and it just it just, in fact, the air was bad today. So it's like, I don't know, man. I should just, just, and it, I'm, I'm sure it might have been arson or some shit. And I'm just, I'm watching Goliath right now, by the way. Listen, Goliath is just a fucking lit ass show. I just came across it on Amazon Prime one day. I was like, you know what? Let me watch a fucking show on here. Not to mention that it brought me on a couple other shows. There's some shows like, okay, this is, this just ain't my cup of tea, right? And Netflix has great shows, obviously. But Amazon, you know, you don't sleep on Amazon Studios. And, um, Start watching the show Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton. Season one was fucking incredible. Season two was watchable because I was such a big fan of the show. I'm just waiting for something to happen. And uh, season two was low-key sus. It wasn't that great. In fact, you could skip season two. But season three, I'm getting into it right now. And there's just a lot of buildup. And I'm on the last 30 minutes. And if this motherfucking show don't end fucking like dope as fuck. And there's that revenge. Just that whole like just satisfying motherfucking moments at the end, I'm going to fucking literally go crazy on Amazon Studios and Billy Bob Thorne. I'm going to find that motherfucker's page. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk a gang of shit because it's driving me crazy because I'm just, Goliath is just, man, season one was so dope. But one of the fucking dopest, freshest, best fucking shows you can stream on the internet. And I ain't talking about, listen, there's some, there, there are some good, good shows as far as like some gangster shit, like not even gangster shit. Atlanta was a great show. I wish I got into it sooner. Um, Snowfall, I heard, is really good. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to get into it in a minute. Um, but don't compare that show to The Wire. I don't give a fuck. I haven't seen it. I don't care. I don't care if that sounds ignorant. The Wire was was so real. Like, Jesus Christ. If you sold drugs and you or you were around D-Boys and you really were around the streets, The Wire was crazy. Like, goddamn. But anyways, going back to what I was trying to say to you, Bosch on Amazon is fucking phenomenal it is a 10 10 show if you live in los angeles i will smack the fuck out of you you, you don't like that show that you gotta be tripping now it's different because i live in la there's parts of shit that i didn't even fucking know that i saw on that show that were so fucking good god damn that show's got like six or seven seasons i've watched every season maybe three times i fucking love that show that show is so fucking good but i'm hoping goliath is off the chain um Again, listen, I got to say thank you again to uh, my man, Jordan Winter from the Dust Brothers. He pulled up today to the MedMen event. I had to give him a couple extra teas because we oversold some of the large and extra larges. And we're pretty much almost out. 
There's uh, some. There's a double X's and there's some smalls. Um, grab yourself a tea. This ain't some hype beast thing where I'm promoting like that. I'm just saying when these run out, I'm gonna do a different style tea, and then I'm gonna figure out some some steady merch. Cause uh, like I said, I'm pushing the platform, and uh, again, who knows what's gonna happen in a few weeks? Um, taking a big meeting, might fuck around and do video, and then uh, I'm going to get a studio, and I'm gonna rent a studio and build a straight or dedicated studio, and that is because I'm slowing down my traveling. I only got about maybe 12 to 14 trips left. Well, like 12 to 14 more airplane flights, so I got more flights. So it's gonna be I'm gonna break 100 flights this year, which is really depressing, and because uh, I live on a motherfucking plane. But yeah, man, those shows are fucking good. You know what else was really good? I went to go see, finally, I went to go see a matinee of the Joker movie. Now check it out. Rotten Tomatoes had the shit at 60 for the critics and had a 90 for the fucking, for the audience. Listen, you critics, you fucking stupid fuck, shame on you. It's fucking crazy, man. Back in the day, they had Siskel and Ebert, and now they got a bunch of fucking people who are just whatever. They're just, they're, they're, in fact, you know what? The new film critics, and remember, listen carefully. I got my degree in cinematography. I know a little about fucking film making, all right? And I've acted in some shit. I know when I've done okay and when this ain't for me or whatever it may be. I know what a fucking thespian is, right? You watch fucking Jeffrey Wright do anything and you're like, God damn, a motherfucker. You know, Philip Seymour Hoffman. You see motherfuckers like that go to work and you're just like, God damn. The Joker was dope as fuck, all right? It might have been one of the best films I've seen this year. Man, bro, one of my boys, in fact, I'm just going to say it, fuck it. My boy Alex from Pleasures, my boy, man, this is my dog. I fucking love this guy, Alex James. Um, Pleasures is obviously a super dope streetwear brand. They're popping. And um, I fuck with him because he has just, just his whole vibe, his whole, his entire being of life is fucking dope. And it's just shows and the way he dresses and just what he knows and what he studied and just like he just studied the greats when it came to streetwear and like music and just we bug out all the time. And, and he's just a huge Morrissey fan and he just fucks with the Smiths. And, you know, the Smiths were only around for a couple of years. I never really paid attention. But, you know, my brother was a big Smiths fan. And so like, you know, in like 1984 or was it 85 or whatever. Or was it 83? No, it's got to be 84, 85, you know. The Smiths had a show. They, they had shows in L.A., you know, the Forum and whatever. And um, um, my brother took me to a concert. I went to go see the Smiths. And, you know, people now are like, oh, wow, it's fucking crazy. And that's like a crazy. I, I didn't know how rare it was to go see it because they weren't a band for a long time, whatever. And I don't know. I fuck with them, you know. I fuck with the Smiths. I was I was in the mod. And uh, um, if you don't know what mod is, man, then just I don't know what to say to you because some of you people, man, just need a punch in the mouth. Um, but anyways, Alex had a review because he saw Joker early before it came out. And his review was, it's uh, cringe-worthy, it's very long, it took time to develop and this and that, whatever. Alex, man, I love you to death. Motherfucker, it's the Joker, dog. What the fuck you talking about? Cringe, you have no shit. You're supposed to feel cringe. Are you joking me, bro? Man, Joaquin killed this shit so next level. God damn. They built this entire, this entire movie was like an intro. And I know what they're talking about, you know, but I wasn't bored for one second. I was just hyped. Joaquin Phoenix is going to win the best actor for the Oscars. There's nobody could even come, that could even come close. He fucking destroyed this shit. This shit was so lit, man. He was so fucking good. I didn't even know, listen, man, I didn't even know De Niro was in the film. I have a hard time. Like, I want to see a movie, but I just don't study the previews of things. 
and I just don't have that kind of time anymore because I'm watching a bunch of kids' films like fucking Wonder Park and Abominable and fucking Pets and all this other shit for my kids, you know? And that's the time where I get to go to sleep. When those movies go on, I fucking knock out. I'm asleep for the whole motherfucking movie. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, going on. Um, Joker was dope as hell visually. Listen, I take my hat off to Todd Phillips. I had said some shit before. Now, I had to check myself because I was like, I'm not a real big fan of Todd Phillips. And you know what it was? I just think that he, the cameos he did in his own films. I was like, man, come on, dude. But you know what? Um, Rapport had said some things on his, on his podcast with like, yo, he's a comedic genius when it comes to directing. And he's right. Rapport's completely right. So you know what? The cinematography, the direction of this film was just fucking awesome. I don't know what else to say. This is leading to a part two for sure. And this part two is just going to be fucking apeshit nuts. It's going to be fucking crazy. I cannot wait to fucking watch this shit. It was so good. Um, again, this week been grind. Murakami pieces. Finishing up Tyler's joint. That shit's going to be stupid. I'm getting ready for New York. What else, man? Been just listening to a lot of podcasts and traffic and just getting ready. I'm excited about a lot of things. I got a lot on my plate. And uh, yeah, man, um, we're going to take a break right now because my fucking head is splitting. And, uh, you know, obviously I'm going to finish up the weekend wrap up and tell you what, you know, what this Seahawks life is like right before I jump on this red out of New York City. Um, check it out, man. If you don't know by now, there is a store called Presented By in London. They are motherfucking fly as fuck. All right. They got all the fucking kicks you could want, any kind of you know rare sneakers you could think of. They are opening a Supreme section and like you know other stuff. They got accessories, but uh, they got some Supreme in there now. They are in the West End of London, yes, London Town in the UK. Um, presented by is just a fucking fresh ass store. I did my collaboration with them for my tracksuit, and we did a Ben Baller tracksuit. And I won't lie to you, in my wildest dreams that I ever think it was gonna come out that fly. If any of y'all who ever had a chance to get one of them tracksuits, tracksuits were fucking super nice quality, fucking dope as fuck, I can't wait to do another collaboration with Presented By, I got something coming up with them, Presented By is one of the sponsors of this show, in fact this episode is brought to you by Presented By, so if you're ever in the UK, go check them out, if not, just Google Presented By, I'm pretty sure it's www.presentedby.com, check out their website, they ship worldwide as well, speaking of shipping, um, Kleck sent me another pair of shoes. I had to get some motherfucking shoes to get right for, for New York. I had these fucking Air Force Ones. Um, been looking for the Comte de Garçon Air Force Ones, which I wish I bought when they were $300. I didn't feel like they were good enough for me to give somebody a shout out, so I don't want to get a shout out for them. But now they're fucking $1,200. And now my fucker on half do a goddamn story shout out for them. But when I was packing, because if you don't know, and I've mentioned this before, I write down everything I'm going to wear on my trips. And I pack everything, pre-packed. Um, depending on how far the trip, if it's a Vegas trip, I usually have a, a one, two-day turnaround bag always by the door, ready to go with the one-day, two-day turnaround toiletry bag. And if I have a trip that's far and it's over three to five days, somewhere around there, I have a whole different level of packing. But every time I pack, no matter what the fuck I do, you will always see crep wipes in my bag. I will never leave on any trip. In fact, I keep... Crep wipes in my motherfucking fanny pack. I keep them in every car. If you don't know, Crep is the best sneaker cleaner in the fucking world, all right? And you don't understand the wipes. 
them shit to save your life. You want to keep, if you don't care, you one of them alternative, you know, like one of them hipster, you know, little um, perks of wallflower type, watch a motherfucker, Sundance Film Festival, watch a motherfucker, Silver Lake, going to Mix 2, getting your motherfucking tilapia burrito, motherfucker. Listen, keep your shoes dirty, keep your chucks dirty, all right? But if you want to keep your shit crispy, use them Crep wipes. Crep has a lot of other products, but I just want to let you know, man, that's family right there, and they're also another sponsor of Behind the Baller. So we're going to take a break. I'll be back in a little bit. Man, Seahawks got to get this W. But again, right now, Dust Brothers, can y'all throw on some Lakey motherfucking Lake at Lakey Inspired. Yo, yo, so Sunday, man. It's, you know, you, you can just tell just just from the tone of my voice, you know, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? You want to know why? Because the motherfucking Seahawks got that W today, dog. You know what I'm saying? Went all the way over to Cleveland and fucking, you know, we was down, fucked up on the special team, just on the kickoff. Instantly, we'd be on that bullshit. Man, I tell you the truth, dog, if we had a motherfucking decent O-line, it'd be so fucking crazy, man. Because... We ain't. We got everything going against us, and you know what? I know people are talking shit about the play calling and this, that, and the third, and just like, yo, man, it's some bullshit. Officiating was terrible. You know what, man? We've had nothing but shitty ass officiating against us all the time. That shit didn't cost us motherfucking both Rams games last year. That could have took us to the motherfucking Super Bowl. But listen, man, all that shit is fucking all the fun and games, all that shit. Listen, all the jokes. Fuck out of here. It's over. We five and one. Jerron Reed comes back next week. No more suspension bullshit. Need to find out what the fuck is going on with Disley. Um, I didn't really check on it, but uh, you know th- that's a beautiful start to the motherfucking to my trip to to New York. I'm, I'm leaving in about two three hours, and uh, you know what I might do though. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention I am podcasting live from the washed up minivan. I am podcasting this motherfucking behind the baller episode. Well, this actual segment from the minivan, motherfucker. Right, with the AC on, because Miles and Jordan, they could produce like that. They just get all that shit, the background noise out of here. You know what I'm saying? The crows and all that shit in the background. Can't hear no haters, nothing. But anyways, going on, Seahawks got that 5-1. and one. We should be 6-0. and oh. That Saints game was a fucking disaster. But you know what? I'll see you motherfuckers in Seattle next Sunday versus the Ravens. See what, what, what uh, one-fourth of the fucking OG LOB could do. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to see Earl Thomas. Um, fuck with him, but you know, he ain't, he ain't on, the, on the Hawks no more, so fuck him. And the reason why I am motherfucking potting and podcasting from the minivan is because I am on my way to go see Abominal. Yeah. Remember, Sundays is for family. You know what I'm saying? Sunday morning, we do our ritual breakfast. You know, uh, kids got to get their special waffles. And um, after that, you know, we got rush back, make sure you catch this motherfucking game. And now I'm about to take the kids to go watch Abominal. Then I'm going to go home, shave my head, shower, jump on this motherfucking red eye to NYC. What I might do, what I might do is when I land, it's going to be early as a motherfucker. When I land, it's going to be 3 a.m. in L.A. So when I get situated, it might be 7.30. It'll still be 4.30 in the morning. So what I might do is do a little extra podcast just to see if anything happened on a flight. I'm, I'm not jinxing hoping nothing happens you know what i'm saying but uh i'm gonna talk some shit um and i wish there was a suite so i can close that motherfucker and uh 
pod from the plane like I wanted to from from Tokyo to LA, but uh, you know how that shit went down. So, anyways, um, gonna go check out Abomino with my kids. Uh, I ain't even gonna pay attention to that motherfucker. Probably gonna catch up on some emails and a couple other things. Oh, you know what I did want to say though is I want to tell y'all that Goliath sucked. I don't want to fucking spoil nothing. Let me just tell you something. It was it was like a season two thing. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I might have to fucking find somebody that produces that show or puts that show or the writers and knock them the fuck out on the street because that shit was just, I don't know, man. That was some fuck. You know, they had so much potential for it to be fucking amazing. I don't understand. Why the fuck would you want to let your fans down? That don't make no sense. Why would you want a bullshit ass ending? I, I don't get it, Billy Bob. You know, you got to be, you got, at this point in your career, you got to have some kind of production fucking, you know, uh, credit on this motherfucker. Like, that shit don't make any motherfucking sense. All right? And this might be the shortest fucking segment in the history of Behind the Baller, but you know what? It's all good. Because I give you guys so much, and I gave you motherfuckers a two-hour and 40-minute K-Town Hustler series. But the Seahawks won. I'm in a good motherfucking mood. About to watch this movie with my kids. And then um, I'm packed, locked, and loaded. Listen, Miles, I know you got a jazzy beat for me. Uh, yeah, man, let me get some of that Lakey Lake and check it out. If we out, then we out, and I'll see you Thursday. And you know what? I got a gang of people in New York I'm about to fuck with. Like I said, I think Jimmy Boy will be in, in, in the queue, but we'll see how it goes. Um, and he going to air out a bunch of bullshit about the motherfucking jewelry business. I'm sure he's going to talk about TV Johnny, Johnny Dang, and fucking Houston. I don't know. He's going to talk about a bunch of shit. You know, we'll see. And if he don't, I'm going to fucking punch Jimmy right in his goddamn stomach or step on his foot. And I hope he got gout right now because I'm going to fucking got gout. Um, so either we out right now for real and you hear that lakey beat or I'll be back from New York City for another five minutes of talking shit. I know this is a very unusual ending to an episode of Behind the Baller. But, yo, again, fuck you. Nah, man, I'm playing. I love y'all. Listen, man, um, let's see what happens. And if not, God bless. Always remember, this is not your practice life. I may or may not be back. And now it's endorsement time from yours truly. Have you ever heard a goat? Well, if not, then you're fucking up especially to all my sneakerheads out there that are listening to my show. GOAT is the global destination for authentic sneakers, from new releases to rare finds. GOAT.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online. They have thousands of styles from the past and present, even shoes that aren't released yet. All are guaranteed authentic by GOAT. I just got a pair of black cement Jordan 3s and they're fresh as fuck. From Yeezys to Jordan to even Gucci. GOAT gives you access to everything you're looking for. They only work with trusted sellers and before any shoe is sold, every detail is inspected. From the stitching and the color to the size and weight, GOAT ensures every shoe matches exact factory specs. With over 15 million users around the world buying and selling verified shoes every day at GOAT, you'll find exactly what you want at the best price possible. Find the perfect 100% authentic sneaker at GOAT.com slash baller. Plus, you'll also be supporting our show. But you've got to go right now before the sneakers that you want are gone. Go to GOAT.com slash baller. Spelled G-O-A-T dot com slash baller.
right, y'all. I made it happen. I am in the rotten apple. I have touched down in New York City and I have checked into my hotel. And let me just tell you something real quick. Listen, man, life is about, you know, making your life easy. The more successful you get, uh, the easier your life should be. I know more money, more problems. But I'm just going to say this real quick, man. Money doesn't necessarily make your life better. But it can and it should. Should make your life more convenient. All right. Money makes my life convenient. Okay. So flying out of LAX, I, I try to avoid a lot, right? Unless it's a price thing. I've already talked about this. So flying out of Burbank is just fucking amazing. You know what I mean? Because you get to Burbank Airport in traffic in 20 minutes, right? Right from the Hollywood Hills. Boom. Burbank, 20 minutes. Burbank was kind of a shit show, right? So anyways, um, JetBlue Mint is fucking amazing. I don't know if you guys have flown it. It's probably one of the best first class services domestically. Um, some of them have a little closed door suites. Some of them don't. You know, if you have like a couple and it's kind of like you guys can couple seat with each other. But anyways, um, for the most part, if I'm just like, fuck this, let me just not deal with shit, I'll get two seats on JetBlue. You know, I'll buy two seats next to each other and the even more more space section, right? Which is like whatever, what is it? $110 each extra on top of whatever you pay. And uh, you buy two seats and it's, it's usually pretty cool, right? So I did that on the flight to New York. I bought two tickets and let me tell you something real quick. That shit was not popping. I couldn't sleep. I didn't sleep for more than 20 minutes. Um, thank God for motherfucking Dion Cole's new comedy special on Netflix. That shit had me very entertained. It is fucking super solid. Damn, man. I haven't seen a lot of stand-up lately that's been good. On Netflix, that is. Um, that Ali Wong shit a few years ago, she killed it. And then she came back, and I was like, oh, I don't know, man. And then she blew up, as you know, as people thought, whatever, and then she's doing shit. I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. You were so raw, and then now it's kind of like, I don't know. It was just, uh, I feel like that was just all an act. Even the stand-up and everything. It just wasn't really, I don't know. Anyways, going on, man. Dion Cole, his stand-up helped me out. Um, I listened to uh, Rap's latest podcast. And then uh, I watched Power, the latest episode. And let me tell you something real quick. Power, uh, maybe I'm tripping. Last season was kind of, eh, it was all right. You know, some of the episodes were good. And the season before that was cool. First two were just crazy good. But this season is kind of lit. I'm not even going to fuck with you, man. The shit was was... Today's episode was fucking crazy, all right? And um, I don't know, man. That shit just, was, was just crazy as hell. But anyways, I'm blessed right now recording in my hotel suite. Um, I got a sick-ass view of uh, New York City. I'll get into specific specifics later. I don't want to have motherfuckers waiting outside the hotel and just bothering me or whatever. But I was able to secure an early check-in with that convenience shit. Like I said, convenience, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's some shit. For $200, I was able to check in at 6 a.m., right? It's now 6.17 in the morning. I was able to check in at 6 a.m. for $200 extra, which is so fucking worth it. I can't even tell you. And it was so much better than me leaving my shit at the bell desk and then having to fucking maybe use the house safe for anything valuable and everything else. Again, it was just convenience. So it was just super dope that I'm here. I get to fucking say a few little two bits. I'm in New York safe. I'm excited. Um, I got a lot of exciting things I'm going to do out here. Pretty sure I'm going to pull up on Tracks NYC and uh, see what he got to say. Um, I know he ain't got shit to say because uh, an acquaintance had slapped him up and uh, 
it's on video too which is crazy he got he got beat up on video but anyways man it's early as a motherfucker i'm about to finish this up wrap it up and i'm gonna go to sleep for like three or four hours and then try to get my day popping um you know the crazy thing is besides having kids right my wife is up all the time lately man i really worry about her because she don't sleep that much and uh i, I need at least six right and I don't think she even gets three or four. She's fucked up. And she's just always worrying. And she gets them from her mom. I don't know if it's a Filipino mom thing, but they just extreme, They just worry all the fucking time. And I'm like, sometimes you got to be selfish, man. But anyways, my mom beat this in me. She embedded it in my brain. She's like, you need to wake up fucking early. Don't be fucking lazy. You want to be successful? You want to have nice things? You want to get nice shit? All right, you need to get up early, even if you ain't doing shit, right? And so ever since then, I've just been waking up early, you know? And um, if I sleep in, it's just because I, I deserved it. For real, I did, you know? But my want and desire to be successful was crazy. And it's just you want it so bad, you'll do anything for it. Not necessarily being desperate or doing stupid shit or being silly or DMing somebody because there was no fucking DM situation. No way you could hit up somebody and be like, you can't just walk up to a celebrity back in the day. And it was it was so not accepted. As, and even now, even though society's kind of like, because they've, they've bred these um, YouTube stars and these people who are being famous for nothing or whatever and just being silly and shit is different. Like you couldn't just walk up to Michael Jackson back in the day. And today, now you really couldn't walk up to him. It wouldn't matter. You know, no matter how many motherfucking cameras are around or whatever. But what I'm getting at is you figure it out. When I was getting on, man, I didn't ask anybody like, oh, you know, boom. And some, I heard, I saw some tweet the other day that said, don't be afraid to ask for help. No, listen, man, I, I get that to a certain point. But at a certain point, you got to let that failure be your best motherfucking teacher. It just is what it is. And um, getting up early and getting after it, you know, organize. Jot down notes, man. Start figuring out shit, you know. Another thing, too, my mom taught me was don't be fucking late. I've always said this before. I don't know if I've said on the pod too much, but I am the most punctual fucking person in the world. I refuse to miss a flight. I refuse to fucking be late somewhere. And you know what? For this trip, I thought about it and I said, you know what? My flight's at 9 p.m. I'm going to leave my house at like 8 o'clock and see what the fuck happens. And I fucked around almost almost didn't get there in time, right? Because JetBlue does a new thing. They, they, they start boarding uh, 35 minutes early and then they shut the plane down 15 minutes before the actual boarding time on some other shit. Anyways, I made my plane. And um, one other thing my mom said, she was like, hey, listen, do not waste food. So for some reason, I'll order a bunch of food and I feel I just can't waste it. So I just get sick from overeating. And it's just like, I've been ordering less. You know, I order an entree and I order two other things. And it's just like, I'm, I'm just getting a stomach ache all the fucking time. And I just punish myself. And I think that's the reason why I got motherfucking 200 pounds. And it's just for my mom, you know, don't waste food because there's people out there starving. And it's just something that's stuck with me forever. Don't give a fuck how much money I got, right? Speaking of which... I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I don't want to miss this plane because it's red eye and I don't want to have to fucking deal with LAX and whatever. But like, I'm thinking about on Thursday when I go back home, it's like, listen, I ain't trying to rush. You know, one of the perks of building hotel points and getting a good report at the hotel and, and, and staying somewhere a lot, you know what I mean? I get a late checkout, 4 p.m. They can't say shit to me. And uh, I get an early check-in, not super early, but you know, the 4 p.m. checkout is clutch sometimes, you know, you can hang out and see the city a little bit more. And uh, there's a lot of other perks, you know, free um, premium Wi-Fi. If you get like 30 Mbps so you could stream and, you know, watch porn or whatever the fuck you're going to do. Um, and that's cool. The, the sweet upgrades, the premium bottle of water every single day. 
um, breakfast in the morning that's that's taken care of. A lot of perks on having a you know on on being on a higher level. But when I was flying over here, like I said, it just wasn't it. And I thought about it. I was like, listen, man, I could be in an Uber next and not really trip. Um, I don't give a fuck if people say, oh, what the fuck you taking Uber next, man? Shut the fuck up, right? And it's funny because I had a conversation with my friend Dorothy, and Dorothy Wang is um her dad's a billionaire. And uh, one time we were leaving a Drake concert and she really wanted to meet Drake really fucking bad. So I took her to the concert. This was the concert that he stopped at the end and shouted me out for like two minutes and thanked me for everything I did early on. And, and um, I brought her and her friend Farah. And her friend Farah, her mom is one of the housewives of Beverly Hills. And you know, you already know Dorothy's dad's a billionaire and she's uh, on that show Rich Kids and everything. And so like, I hit, I called him an Uber and I was like, hey, listen, uh, we're in Inglewood. Shit ain't no joke over here, right? And this is kind of before the development for the stadium and stuff. And um, we're at like a fucking food for less. And she never even heard of this shit before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's a billionaire heiress. And, and I was like, yo, um, make sure you don't swipe on to the, you know, make sure you get the uh, Uber black. She's like, babes, do you think I even go left? And this is before I was going up and down. And I was like, yo, man, you want some other shit. So to get to the end of the story, around three hours into the flight, I'm just, I can't sleep. I can't get comfortable. It's a five-hour flight. I'm like, listen, I know I got two seats. This shit just ain't popping. And I have a return flight, which I don't know. It wasn't that much. It might have been 800 bucks because I bought two seats. And then I did the even more space. And I said, man, fuck this shit. So I bought a first-class suite, one-way ticket, which I've never done this before just because I was like, fuck this. And I upgraded and bought a one-way ticket from JFK to LAX because they don't fly into Burbank. And I bought a first class suite. I was like, man, fuck this. I need to be in a lay down bed. If I want a pod, I can. I need to be on some modern shit. I just can't. I just cannot do it. And that, again, is the fruits of hard labor and working, getting it in. And be like, yo, man, listen, sometimes you got to spoil yourself. Um, I know for a lot of other people, it's good enough and whatever. Listen, again, I could eat at McDonald's. I could do other things when it comes to flying I gotta be on the maximum possible level of comfort and be on some plus shit. And uh, I don't know when I told you guys that shit, but it was just, man, uh, that's like one of the perks of killing it, crushing it, and being successful. Like, you know, I know the private jet's another thing, but again, man, I, private jets really ain't my thing so much unless you're really on Air Drake or you're going like an hour, no big deal. But again, turbulence even to Vegas in a private jet is no joke. That shit ain't no fun. But... Again, man, this is not your practice life. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't get another shot at this. So I'm living that motherfucker up and, and I'm doing what I want to, what I want to do. And um, listen, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Have a great Monday. Don't let that shit, listen, you go into Monday like it's motherfucking Tuesday. You know what I mean? You put in work that hard. You go attack the day. You make it a great day. Once again, I'd love to thank all of you for subscribing Please tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the show. We have amazing downloads. You know, the numbers that we're getting right now are, are, are spectacular, but I know they could be better and um, I want them to be better. Do you know what I mean? And if they get better, then I, I'll give you more. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, I'll break out more Forrest Gump stories, which you guys are do for one. But right about now, Dust Brothers, please hit me one time with that Lakey Lake. Listen, y'all, that is it for sure. That is it for real this time. God bless. I'm out.